Hello, and welcome to Activating Sustainability, the Anthesis podcast. We're recording this special B Corp episode in celebration of both Anthesis becoming a certified B Corp, as well as B Corp Month. I've always been inspired by the B Corp model and approach, and I'm so happy and proud that Anthesis has achieved its certification. To help promote and bring awareness to the B Corp movement, as well as the Anthesis journey, I'm joined today by Paul Crew, Executive Director and Chief Sustainability Officer at Anthesis, and Kate Sandal, Director of Programs and Engagement at B-Lab UK. Paul and Kate, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining. Hello. Thanks for having me. Morning. Well, maybe to kick us off, Kate, could you start off with kind of why do B Corps exist? Yeah, of course. Um, and it's a very big, it's a very big question that pulls on lots of different elements for sure. It started kind of 12 years ago in, in the US with a recognition that actually two things. Um, one, business culture and the way that businesses behaved couldn't be embedded into a business so fully that it can be identified as something. So say if, and this is what happened, the founders were running and one, um, which is a kind of a basketball brand, and they had to sell it for, for lots of reasons. And they had, as you kind of imagine of the founders of the Beacon movement, had great policies and practices and yoga and you name it. And uh, they sold the business. And within three months, all of those policies, all of those practices, those relationships with suppliers, lots of different things had been undone because the business wanted to be operated differently. And there was no way to, to kind of put a, a flag in the ground and say, you know, this is who we are and this is how we want our business to be run and kind of get the right investors to some extent so that's one there's an identifier and then the other thing is more of a recognition of the role of business what does it play like it's the most powerful man-made force on the planet and actually we were and are facing a climate crisis there is still such social inequality and what role can business play and how is it perpetuating those problems? And so how do we recognise the role and the potential of harnessing business to create something different? Now, fast forward to about September 2019, and there were these global climate strikes happening and everyone was talking about the climate emergency, whether it's a result of Greta or XR or um, just the reality of facing increasing changing conditions. There was lots of kind of murmurs going on and then the business roundtable, which is the kind of the, the biggest roundtable of, of businesses in the US came together to redefine the purpose of the corporation, that it wasn't just for shareholders, which is how the perception of the business has been run since 1970 and Milton Friedman. Um, so there were lots of things. And then at the FT did capitalism, it's time for a reset on their front page in September as well. And so suddenly this recognition, there's a real reason why we exist because we're trying to create change and we've been the outliers for so long. And suddenly it was becoming more mainstream. And I think that's the really exciting thing about what's happening is that that there is a huge opportunity. And ideally, in the in the best world, we don't need to exist. And actually, that's what we want to do. We want to change that so we can be different. So the world is different and we're tackling things without having to showcase the leaders because everyone's a leader. Yeah, that's wonderful. It feels like that's a common theme across sustainability of working ourselves out of a job, if you will. So maybe, Paul, do you want to speak to kind of you know, there's lots of excitement about Anthesis becoming a B Corp, but maybe taking a step back to kind of why did we start on this journey and how does that align with kind of our activities? 
Yeah, thanks, Kate, and and thanks, Chris. Um, for me, it's it's actually quite simple, and I'll come into it. It's not. It's definitely not simple um, to become a B Corp. I can assure you. Um, but for me, it you know we go back to Anthesis. Anthesis started eight years ago, back in two thousand and thirteen, and from that very inception of an idea of why set up an organization called Anthesis. It was all about making a positive and significant impact on sustainability across every issue from climate change to human rights. And that's really stayed true throughout the last eight years. And so the more we started to really understand what a B Corp really meant, yeah, and really starting to, to talk to other B Corps and, and, and start to truly understand what we can take from becoming a B Corp and what that could mean for the impact that we have across the globe. And when we truly understood each facet, it made absolute sense for us to go on the journey and, and really understand if Anthesis was able to be certified at a point in time. And, and for me, you know, very, very proud to have achieved our B Corp status, you know, and, and on behalf of every Anthesian across the globe, you know, we're all glowing and, that, and that's a great, a great thing. And it's an accolade of, of every Anthesian that has got us here, you know. Um, and what's happened in that eight year period is now we're the world's largest sustainability organization. So it's as important for us to walk the talk in as much as you know, we are providing advice, guidance, activation opportunities for organizations, government, cities, communities across the globe to be the best that they can be in achieving their sustainability goals, whatever those goals may be. And, and for us now um, to be able to truly walk the talk and be able to share in a transparent way our journey um, is something that resonates very highly with us within the organization. And, you know, it's a great stepping stone for the decisive decade that we're now in around how do we accelerate support globally to achieve a really important target by 2030. Yeah, absolutely. No, thanks, Paul. And yeah, so much enthusiasm and excitement around it, as you said. And, you know, maybe picking up on that stepping stone concept, Kate, where where do you see the B Corp movement at the moment? You mentioned kind of September last year being a really kind of big pivot. Kind of where are we today within that? The reality is the world has changed beyond recognition and businesses have moved faster and further than they ever could have imagined, right? Because of COVID, because of what, what it shifted. And it's been kind of the best way to um, signify that change can happen it can happen really quickly so businesses can adapt and they can pivot and that's exactly what we need when it comes to the climate emergency and I think that's really that's really key and it's been really insightful I think the other thing is the role of people in the organization and and, and how important they are and the fact that we were just um, talking before about kind of living in a very small space and not really going very far from it for, for an extended period of time and you know what does that feel like as for your mental health and everyone's a lot happier discussing that we even introduced kind of check-ins and I think what what does that mean for, for the role of business when it comes to that and I think what's happened in the past year and a, and a bit is this recognition of 
business is so influential in its immediate sphere of its people, but also that it can change and it can move. And that's had a really positive impact on on the B Corp movement. And for so many businesses where they've had a really tough time, for a lot of people, they've doubled down on their purpose and why they exist. And that's meant a huge amount of people logging on to our assessment. Um, we have way more daily active users and submits of our assessments than we ever had uh, going into the pandemic. Uh, our community has grown um, hugely. As a result, our team has actually well over doubled in size since the beginning of the pandemic. And globally, our community is up to 4,823, I think. So in 74 countries um, and over 150 industries. And it's been incredible for us to see, first of all, just that shift in businesses suddenly aligning, suddenly giving themselves that that space to be able to do that to kind of focus and certify but also for people who maybe have started businesses because their circumstances changed and how they want to have purpose right at the center so that growth of the startup community has been brilliant it's you know there's there's I think a hundred startups they're called pending bees so been in operation for less than a year and and there's so many that have come through because when people are starting business they realize how important it is to kind of understand why you exist and make sure you have a positive impact on people and planet as a result. Yeah, wonderful. So exciting to see that energy around it, as you said. And maybe, Paul, I know a lot of the things that Kate's been speaking to here are things that we're seeing on a regular basis, you know, from a broader Anthesian perspective. Do you want to maybe tie those together a little bit for us? Yeah, absolutely. So if I cover off two areas, I suppose, let's talk about how it fits within our own in infrastructure. Um, and our values, but also how it, that fits in with the, the wider support that we're providing, as I said previously, government, cities, communities, um, countries across the globe on, on their journeys. And for me, when we start to understand the challenges that we face as a world, you know, businesses are an extremely important part of making that transformational change. And there are so many critical areas of focus that um, that we we all need to to really start to to understand what that means for us in those businesses. And if I just just pick one for example, so so net zero carbon, you know, and how do we support a tra transformational change to reduce the amount of emissions that we are producing across the globe? And and so that journey is 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 vitally important and. You know, within Anthesis, you know, for, for many, many years, we've been helping organizations to truly understand the direction of travel that they need to go in. And we continue to do that. You need to baseline and you need to understand where you need to get to, to be able to, to affect change. But the vitally important change that we're finding our, our, our lives are focusing on within Anthesis is activation. So as well as having the, 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 the journey and the direction where you need to go, we really need to help organizations to understand how they can activate and do real things to tangibly drive change, positive change within their organizations. And that can be from a social perspective, and that can be from a climate change perspective. And so, you know, with the Better Business Alliance that Kate alluded to around, you know, the B Corp um, Net Zero Carbon Pledge, it's so important. You know, it's so important for, for not just B Corps, it's important for B Corps. And we would like every B Corp to sign up. You know, we are, we've definitely signed up with Anthesis. And, and you know, our, our purpose in life is to provide the biggest impact possible 
with those relationships that we have. And we see that working together with B Corp, we can really start to help organisations to understand the steps that they can really take and dispel lots of myths and legends that are out there. And there are lots of myths and legends that, that, that can confuse and sometimes slow, slow things up. And you know, I'm really positive that we're going to be able to really help drive you know, connectivity, awareness, and hopefully help influence organisations to, to do the right thing by signing up some of these really important challenges but also to hopefully inspire to understand a little bit more about B Corps and what it means for them. And hopefully we will have more organisations, you know, joining the B Corp um, fraternity and, and making that effective change at scale and at speed. You know, as I said previously, you know, we've walked the talk for many years and without necessarily attaining, you know, the, the credibility and, and, and the proudness of becoming a B Corp, which we got there. But, but you know, I think about our people, you know, the P, the first P, people, planet, profit. You know, we have, we're doing some great things within, within Anthesis because it's the right thing to do. Uh, and just a couple of examples, we really focus on, on health and well-being, mental well-being. Um, and, you know, during COVID, and I, I alluded to, to not talk about COVID, Kate, as well. So, but when, during that COVID period, you know, we really felt that how could we keep our Anthesians connected across the globe? We created a buddy app to enable every Anthesian across the globe to connect half an hour a week. It was a very simple digital program that we pulled together. And that's had a huge impact on, on mental well-being. We've just introduced a, um, a, a race to COP26. That sounds grandiose, but what we did, we just measured the distance from every one of the capital cities from the 17 countries we operate out of in kilometres to, to Glasgow. And between us all, we are going to tot up how many kilometres that we walk, we swim, we ride, or the equivalent of yoga in kilometres, and hopefully we'll get to COP26 in November. But these are just a good examples of, of really walking the talk and doing something that's good for us, and hopefully we can um, share our ideas and hopefully other organisations across the globe will, will be inspired to do something different for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know, Paul, in previous conversations we've had and Kate picking up on something you said previously that bringing in the rigor of the B Corp and kind of, you know, those commitments that have been verbalized, but now are clearly documented is such a fundamental piece of what fits in here. So assuming people are now adequately uh, inspired, kind of how do you get started? What, what does the process look like to become a B Corp? Yeah. Um, good question. I just want to touch on the correlation between yoga to kilometers. And I would love to know what you use for that. Um, because I love a bit of yoga. And if I think I'm, you know, making progress somewhere, that'd be nice. We can definitely, <laughs> we can definitely help. And I can definitely share that because we've, we've got quite a lot of yoga whites in, in Anthesis and we're clocking at the miles. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's like downward facing dog is like 10 yards or something. I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, so that's, that's fascinating and really, and really great to hear actually, because I'm, I'm not fully aware of all of the great stuff we're doing. So, so brilliant. Um, so how do people do it? What, what do we have on offer? It's an online assessment um, and you fill it in. So it's on beimpactassessment.net. It is one assessment for every single business. So it's gated and weighted. So depending on the answers that you give around the sector you're in, the size of your organisation, and whether you're in a developed or emerging market, you'll be asked slightly different questions. But 
this it's the same assessment so and that's really important so like you meet a, a b corp or you meet anthesis in in headquartered in london and you meet washan which is a telecommunications agency in afghanistan they've all gone through the same rigorous assessment and that's really key um to maintain that that, that rigor and that process so logging on um, you have to get 80 points which sounds quite easy uh it's roughly out of 200 um yeah most businesses will get 50 so uh but you can't see that paul was shaking his head when i said it you know it sounds easy uh and uh and the really interesting thing around the process is that you have to go through it to self-assessment and then you hit submit and then you kind of get put in touch with our standards analyst and they are separate to us and they're importantly separate to us because we don't want to be the ones who are the cheerleaders for the movement and then say, hey, we'll, we'll mark your homework as well. So, um, And just actually on the assessment, it's five different areas. So this isn't just something that's about one area of your business. It's the whole of your business. So governance, workers, environment, community, customers are the five different areas that we ask you about. So um, you either have to share it amongst your team or you kind of have to centralise that and gather lots of different data from different locations. In the UK, if you certify, you also have a legal requirement and you have a year to be able to make that legal requirement. And um, we are launching legislation, which is on the basis of that legal requirement. Also, what I was alluding to, kind of the reason why it exists, which is embedding the purpose of your organisation into the heart of your business to put a stake in the ground and say, actually, you know, we value people and planet as well as profit and I think that's really key so this embeds it into the DNA of your business you um, insert it into your articles of association and what we want to do with the Better Business Act is to actually think about how do we ensure that every business has a material positive impact on people and planet and the way that they do that is they define their purpose and then they report on that impact every year. So kind of that stakeholder governance um, concept is, is trying to mainstream it and, and mandate it for every business, which is what we're kind of proposing, which is linked to, to the legal requirement. And then in the community, and I don't know, Paul, how does it feel to be in the in the community? Really love it. Don't <laughs> underestimate, you know, how intentionally complex, rigorous and robust the assessment process is. We did our research well in advance of, of as I said previously, around becoming a B Corp uh, and talking to other B Corp organizations that went through the process. So we had our eyes really wide open uh, and it took us a year, you know, from the start in the journey, going through the process um, and the evaluation and, and we really took it seriously. You know, we had representatives across the globe from our operations that, you know, were the drumbeat of information gathering, um, fact finding, and and supporting the assessment process uh, that we undertook. And for me, why it's so important, and, and, and you know, it's a, a real serious one. It does filter out those organisations or businesses that just want an accolade of something without the commitment. And this is a commitment. You know, Kate alluded to the fact that you know we have legally to sign up to really strong wording around. Um, our articles of association and balancing people, planet, profit, stakeholders, our employees, our investor partners, our customers, society and the environment. Um, and we're proud to be able to, to stand up and stand behind that. 
And I realised that you couldn't say it's terrible because I was on the wrong. I mean, you could have done, but it would have been a bit of an awkward podcast. Um, but just on that point, I think, um, and you mentioned this about kind of an, and Theseans, um being kind of the eyes and ears and really proud to be a B Corp. And actually the only reason why the B Corp movement exists, why we're here is because of B Corps. And it's because B Corps feel proud and you know feel a sense of achievement and align their values and you know and it's really key because if we don't have the community then actually what are we doing we can't create change and so central to that is being able to lift up the voices of our of our b corps who are living and breathing um this way of doing business every day yeah no wonderful and i know we're coming up on time but maybe just looking ahead as you think about the community and where you would like to see this go kate do you want to kind of take us through what's next for b corp yeah, well, we're currently in B Corp month in March, and that's a really great explosion of, of what it means to be a better business. So, um, yeah, follow the hashtag better business and you'll be able to see a lot of that. Um, and indeed, we've alluded to this with the Better Business Act, so launching that campaign um, to engage uh, people and to create change uh fundamentally we're building a coalition so this isn't just a b corp thing it's it's actually multiple organizations multiple businesses whether you're b corp or not coming together um to to demand change uh in the companies act um and then kind of looking a bit further along obviously we've got uh cop 26 which i will be yogering my way uh towards <laughs> uh, and uh, i've got to get better at yoga um but there's a huge momentum there. So we were the largest group of businesses at COP25 to kind of come forward and say, uh, we've got 533 businesses who have committed to net zero by 2030. Uh, we've raised the bar for COP26 and we're really, really excited about what that looks like for us. Um, so that's going to be a big focus for us this year. Um, we've also got the SDG Action Manager. So um, that's a partnership with the UNGC looking at how do we um, help businesses understand their contribution towards the SDGs and how do we help them accelerate it as well. So um, that's another big focus for us this year. Wonderful. And maybe, Paul, I know just with a couple of minutes, kind of, you know, what do you see as next for Anthesis as a B Corp? Yeah, for me, you know, very much aligned with what Kate's just shared, um, sort of joined at the hip, actually, when I, when I listened to what you shared, Kate. COP26 is obviously a really important milestone, you know, alongside the B Corp uh, announcement that we've made. We're also really proud to to also share that we've partnered and joined forces with a, a, a private equity impact fund to really help us accelerate our impact globally. So we've set an ambition to support our clients across the globe to remove three gigatons of carbon by 2030. And to put that in perspective, it's a big number, and that's the equivalent of eight United Kingdoms annual emissions, or half of the USA. So, you know, it's a big goal. We genuinely believe that the passion of every Anthesian geared up, fuel in the tank, ready to help do exactly what we set the ambition to, to do. So, really exciting time ahead. And... You know, we have a, a really strong interest to help encourage other organisations to become B Corps. You know, we've gone through that process that, you know, uh, was, was extremely arduous and we would love nothing more than to help other organisations on their journeys to become a B Corp over the weeks, months and years ahead. Wonderful. Well, maybe we'll leave it there. Thank you both so much. Uh, really excited about the path ahead as a B Corp and excited to see kind of 
where the B Corp community goes and as we kind of advance here. So thank you both very much. Really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. And thank you, Kate. And thank you, Chris. And thank you all for listening. We'll share the links and resources mentioned in the podcast in the show notes. And as always, we'd love your thoughts and feedback and hope that this has inspired you to either consider or commit to your own B Corp journey. Take care, keep well, and have a great day.